This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the weekly program Money Talk, now we bring you a discussion on rise in exports, a boost to trade scenario. The participants are Kumar Bijoy, financial analyst, and Arya Madan Mohan, journalist. Kumar ji, welcome to the program. Thank you. So, as you know, exports have shown a sudden surge, about nine ten percent rise in 2018 to 2019. Does this presage the onset of large jump in our exports, or is the matter slightly more nuanced? The first thing is that the way export figure has appeared, and especially in the newspaper, that we have crossed half trillion mark. That's that including like goods and yeah, services. Of course, it yeah. is including goods and services. Goods is 331 billion and services is 204 billion, making it total 535.4 billion, and that is what it is really good. And even growth is, if you talk about 9% is the goods growth, 6.26 is the service growth, average 8% growth. That growth is really very good, but uh, this growth is not really very big. Around approximately 490 billion dollar was the figure in the past year. And if you go back, if you only like right now 331 billion dollar is the merchandise or trade export is there. This same figure was 314.4 in 2013-14. So effectively, if in five years of time, if you talk about the global condition, the global condition we have crossed it. It is really, really very good, commendable, because we all know that the scenario of uh, U.S. economy, scenario of European economy, is not that much. Even Chinese economy yeah. is not to that extent really very good, and uh, bilateral relation with China, our import has been kept on increasing. Export has not increased to that extent. Yes, there's a Somehow large trade gap. Yeah, large trade gap. Just in this year only, ending financial year. we had got reduced some around approximately 10 billion of the gap but otherwise the gap was very good so certainly in this present economic condition of the globe it is appreciable you mentioned that uh, the economically globally there are stresses everywhere all countries are seeking to maximize their exports and their devaluing currencies etc america especially with regard to the um, what uh, president trump is doing renegotiating earlier nafta accords etc into more bilateral trade agreements so should our strategy really be an export focused one or should it be which is what china and japan used predominantly in their growth or have things changed now and we need to concentrate more on consumption consumption by default is going to be there because you know india is a populous country and we know that so many essential items which we consume but we don't produce export requires focus but export has got certain ingredients first thing is that to become export intensive you have to have quality production you have to have cost effective production and conveniently you should be in a position to supply to the rest of the economy otherwise very fierce competition is there in this fierce competition what happens that uh, every time your competitor is going to beat you so how to really concentrate to make a quality production it is not only a product quality rather your skill should also be quality and skill quality is like the kind of uh, human resources we are you know preparing those human resources are able to produce quality product competitive product at that best price that is what a challenge to india yes it is a very pleasant feel 
we should think for more and more export but it is a herculean task and as we move up the value chain in terms of exporting goods we have to move away from the ability to copy or not copy but re-engineer discoveries that have been made elsewhere and start making our own so i guess r&d and the pre-manufacturing area of consultancy and design testing that becomes more important is very that? important and it should be integrated part of our system being uh, you know still an emerging economy india has got its uh, limitation of resource allocation for those uh, innovations and r&d but one thing could be there we can integrate it and we can make it integral part of our normal education system anyway our education system is slowly transforming towards professional courses so there how to integrate see nothing has to be done special only one thing has to be there just like your university and institute which is available in the india which is the main factory for creating future for india that should be integrated it should be dynamic in nature and it should be need based rather than just we are producing in isolation so university in india education system at you know overall in india has become isolated yeah. it is just simply following its own traditional path so we have to transform it and we have to make sure that education and skill development should go together education when i say it is kind of moral development mental standard creation ethics and value systems and skill means actually those technical know how that will help the person to get Or employment after get employment yes so employment will be there but simultaneously person should be honest to perform correct both is required yes so people are skilled and if they are not honest they are not contributing it is ultimately of no use yes so that's what we have to look how government can make it by making sure that their policies should be targeted in such a way instead of creating a separate policy for making it they had to concentrate only a link connect the dots yeah even corporate had to go back to look into what exactly they need small example fintech is coming in a big way fintech meaning financial, financial technology financial technology technology is going to disrupt every system so it is not new thing rather it is doing things you know with a new way new process that's the only thing so 4 trillion dollar economy is expected in the worldwide and we are also expecting in another 10 years of time 2029 it's a, approximately it's a 1 trillion economy the question is you have to prepare it yes. you have to make sure that your fintech expert should come not expert at least fintech having a knowledge of fintech people should be there then only you will be able to build upon otherwise without capacity we can't think of i guess the issue really is that to plan ahead for 10 years in today's very rapidly changing world is exceptionally difficult because you don't know which technology is going to take off what the changes are that are going to come are going to be like so isn't it right to say that you just have to get used to a lifetime of continuous learning you have to be willing to maybe even have two or three retrainings in your lifetime maybe two or three different careers especially if you're at the leading edge kind of areas like software and pharma etc we call it 3l it's a lifelong learning yes so whenever we say lifelong learning it can't be possible throughout life you will be sitting in the you know classroom or in the environment where training is going on so it is an you know approach attitude towards learning has to be there a quest for learning should be there so even if a working environment is there whatever people are doing they can have a learning they can be a change maker rather than just getting afraid of the change and lagging behind 
and then only inclusive growth will be possible and without inclusive growth no growth can be sustainable build on that idea i guess what you're saying then is if you're in a job see a lot of our engineers according to recent surveys they are not employable after their degrees they have to be retrained by the industries that recruit them so what you're saying really is that when they join a company they have to have the marketplace in mind and they have to say how do we enable our company to do better they ask the final question then how can we modify that and change ourselves or change our learning to be able to influence that exactly so those who are already trained already a qualified person working in a work environment right now they can be supplemented through additional training or additional workshop to get equipped with the latest change and simultaneously who are going to be the workforce in future they should be in their main core curriculum it should be integral part whatever subject we are discussing it has to be keeping all those things in mind both soft and hard soft way it is that you know the way your approach is towards work More towards curiosity 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 see basically every time you can't expect that uh, you know whatever you have learned things will not change and the moment you talk about artificial intelligence that intelligence is very fast very exponentially it is growing yes. so then in that case that momentum is really required so what is really needed is not the subject knowledge it is the orientation to keep yourself engaged right with that environment yes. that is what needed so we go back to exports now we talked we talked about training and reskilling and the overall attitude to learning some of the trade uh, export bodies have basically said that uh, food commodity exports could be a new area which would help our exporting because it's less susceptible to cyclical global flows another one is credit flow should be improved to industry because of the npas in india and the third one gst refunds i believe are a bit slow at the moment and sometimes um exporters suffer because of that so there are specific pain points which trade bodies have been talking about will this and the reskilling solve everything or is there something else that's missing no no it's basically whatever these aspects are there certainly it will be a helpful component but what happens say for example agriculture for agriculture you have to have a complete ecosystem in place the way we are thinking like you know everything has got its two effect one is that our product really of a healthy and quality product second are we able to harvest to that extent whatever it is really needed warehousing processing see basically in a raw form selling will not help you a lot yes. say cereal product or even that so you have to process it value add value, value add. add without value addition there is no point your selling maize will not help you but converting maize into a energy drink or converting maize into a energy food will help you a lot it will transform our economy so what we have to have that is a complete ecosystem to be developed second i'll give you a very simple example there is an alternate opinion also like water has been becoming slowly a scarce resources exporting rice itself is exporting of water yes now question is we don't know we are exporting water but through rice export we are exporting it so the question is really we should concentrate why not rice should be confined only to our need Correct. and we should export those items which we can easily and comfortably we can export without having a huge side effect yeah 
on our entire ecosystem. Yes. So we have to be careful. So theoretically it is fine. Yes, some of the areas are there where we can make it. So I feel that really India has to have that SWOT analysis yes. where we say strength and weaknesses has to be identified. All the opportunity area has to be pointed out. Threat has to be properly cleared with. And then you look into what are your areas where we can strength. And in my opinion, value addition has to be there. But in nature of India, post-independence and especially post-globalization, it has emerged. Our service sector has got huge potential. So if we can create a hub of global center for knowledge and we can really train, develop a skill, not only for Indian, even for abroad environment, where that will be a very good revenue generation center for us. It is an export in a different kind. And that will contribute a lot to Indian economy. What you're saying is basically students coming to India to learn or are you talking about a more integrated framework with other less developed countries? Both integrated towards that. We can have uh, offshore centers like offshore banking concepts and only offshore university concepts. We can invite them to learn here. And even those who are Indian and learn and going abroad to work, we should again don't feel it anything wrong into it. Rather, we should feel it. Yes, they will start remitting back to India, which will add to our service sector, service remittances and inward remittances will go up. Within five years of time, we can double from half trillion to trillion dollar from outside. At the moment, we have a growing, burgeoning internet economy. When you go on the World Wide Web, you actually can easily meet sellers and buyers from across the world. So you can sell products and services from India sitting in your house, really, to a global audience. Do you think this is something that we should take advantage of, given our considered intellect and uh, other technical skill set? It has to be there. But again, I'll talk about the system where... Cheating should not take place. People should be very clear. They should know that where they have to offload. Because if you talk about the large school households, they will be small, small players. So until what government has to take care or what the policy system should be there, that yes, quick redressal related to any kind of complaint is there. A strong facilitation should be there and very a smooth transaction should be allowed. Then only it will be possible. So overall, we have to create a value chain for this exercise. Thank you, Kumarji. You are listening to a discussion on Rise in Exports, a boost to trade scenario. The participants were Kumar Bijoy, financial analyst and R.A. Madan Mohan, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. You can also listen to this program on our website newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.